Okay, so here we go. It's like 6.24 in the morning, and I'm so grateful. Why am I so grateful? I'm so grateful because I get to do it now. Okay, so this is what I do when I'm just like full-blown in like me, morning mode, everybody's asleep, and I can just do my thing. And so I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so open up my book. I really like this book right now. Um... Okay, but honestly, I just read this song. I, I just got exposed to this song. Um, and, like, it's, like, the best song ever. It's by this person who's got this background in, like, Buddhism-type interests. Like, they're keenly interested in Buddhism stuff. And so they create these, like, children-type of songs to kind of talk about this, like, repetitive affirmation kind of mentality to create wellness and happiness in their own soul and then to, like, allow that to be a ripple effect to others. And I thought, I thought this song they made was just absolutely gorgeous. Like, absolutely precious. It's like this. May I be happy. May I be well. May I be safe and sound. This is called, like, the kindness song. Something like that. Um, may I be... Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> may I be happy. May I be well. May I be safe and sound. May I be peaceful. May I be at ease with love in my heart and all around. May you be happy. May you be well. May you be safe and sound. May you be peaceful. May you be at ease with love in your heart and all around. You can sing your love. You can dance your love. You can play your love today, my love. You can laugh your love. And you can cry your love and you can walk your love you can fly your love all around and then it just goes all into this other stuff like I don't know the tune yet I haven't memorized it but I'm working on it right like to the point where I wrote it into my favorite book right now so that I can have it easy reference while I'm reading this other book and it's like you can sit with your love you can breathe with your love you can listen to your love it's in your heart your love I'm like oh my goodness and it just keeps going on like there's another stanza in there and then and then it repeats the chorus and I'm like oh dear goodness this is so amazing you know I was talking with my friend that that sent it to me and I was like I wish I had that when I was three years old because she was like teaching this class of like a bunch of like three to five three to seven year olds or something and they're all doing these actions with her in this like dance studio and it's just amazing and I'm like I wish I was one of those kids <laughs> but you know like I'm in this place right now where I'm just coming to terms with myself to be like you know what I don't have to wish that it's okay that I feel that genuinely. I actually do. I wish that. And I don't have to stay there though. Like I can actually be grateful that, you know what? I get to learn it now. And then I get to share it with all my five little ones that I'm with anyways, right? And so right now I'm in this beautiful part of this book. It's called Leaning on Jesus. And then um, it's all about how do we actually build a relationship with Jesus Christ? Like someone that you can't formally communicate with in the same way that you communicate with people in this world. Like earthly people here um and she gives this like list of 13 ways so like i just love it you know like first one she's talking about hey choose to want to have a relationship sweet and then she goes into details second she's like seek him seeking the infant step of faith seek like just go and find him right like and then i love that because then i was like circling all the examples she gave because sometimes i need someone to spell it out and she's like hey Find him in the scriptures, church meetings, personal studies, temple, prayers, name a few. 
go where he is rather than waiting for him to come to you and you will find him. So that's on page like 37 and 38. And that just like really healed my soul a little bit. I was like, oh, I can do this. You know, it can be as simple as that, right? And so when I'm, I'm doing that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like I'm, I'm all over that. I think that's just beautiful. Like, why don't we just do that? So, so on that note, I'm like, you know, I'm in this other, I'm on page 50 now of this book, but now that I'm like there, I'm like, sweet, let's go find him. Yeah. Like, let's do that right now. So then I'm like, okay, let's do it right now. Let's do it. So now that I have this like new book of Mormon, I'm like, sweet. So I have had a quite a journey with the Book of Mormon. So when I first was baptized when I was 15, I didn't really take the time to totally read the whole book just because it wasn't like the most important thing for me to be doing at that time. Like I mostly read like quotes from it and everything and I just thought it was like a beautiful, I love the whole idea of it, right? Like I was like, yeah, like there's this book that was created, you know, as a result of this person that was inspired to find these plates. And then they went through all the effort to translate it. And then they found all these gems of historical knowledge from people that lived here before in this land and their interactions with Christ. And I'm like, sweet. Like, I think that's amazing. Great. Like, I love that we have that. Like, of course. And like, as I've gone further along, like my theory in my personal life is like, I kind of believe that everybody in every continent has their own set of plates, that they are just waiting for somebody to be, have enough faith enough to be ready to open up and uncover them and translate them. And, and that can be the history of their people, right? That have been recorded and, and then have been just like their interactions with Christ too, right? Like I kind of have that like in my heart. I'm like, oh man, like I could, I could totally see it, right? I don't I don't necessarily think it's true necessarily, but if I had to read write like a story, I would write the story about that and like what that experience would be like for every person in the whole world to have their own set of plates, right? Like this is the Book of Mormon. It's like about the North American, um, some people say Indians, but like it's like about the First Nation type people and their ancestors right and and their interactions with Christ when he visited them and like all the leading up to it and then all like what happened afterwards right and it's kind of a tragedy story right like it's you know you go through it and there's like ups and downs and ups and downs and then you know the last pages are basically saying hey I I'm the last believer everyone's trying to hunt me and I'm basically just praying for all those people that are hunting me right now because I'm writing this record for their grandkids and, and like every time it just gets me, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's like, if that's not an example to me of true humility and true commitment to God, I just don't know what is because I think that is absolutely beautiful. So I just love, I love delving into the book because like when I was younger, as a 15 year old, I never really read it. I just kind of skimmed here and there and just really treasured every little spot I could find. I did do a little marathon thing with my young women's group where we like read it in two days or something really fast just to have that like chunk of feeling like, oh, I did something right. Um, but other than that, you know, it wasn't until like a couple's years ago when I got the challenge to say, hey, read the Book of Mormon cover to cover. We had like 90 days to do it or something like that and, and see, see what you can find basically. Right. Like, and one of the challenges I think was to color like any reference to Christ while I was doing it. So I was doing that and I was really impressed because as I was doing, I was so focused. I loved every spare moment that I had. Cause I was also doing like a, a phone fast around that time. So I was like, you know, every time that I was thinking, Oh, I should go pick up my phone. I was like, well, no, actually I'll read this. I'll read this next part. 
And it was really lovely. I feel like I read like five chapters a day or something, right? And, and you know, by the end, like by the time it was New Year's, I, I was like, no problem, kind of like getting to that end spot. Like I was probably a few days late because I'm always kind of a few days late. I'm always like, I have my own like time zone going on amongst everybody else's. Like people will say it's one o'clock, but I'm like, no, it's not. It's free o'clock. It's fun o'clock right now. Like, don't tell me it's one o'clock because it's actually fun o'clock. You just don't know how to read my time zone, right? <laughs> That's like me. Anyways, so then I'm like, yeah, like I read it through and I was so pleased. I was so pleased and happy with myself that I could do it and that I really enjoyed it while I was doing it. I enjoyed every bit of it, actually. I was so smitten that I was going through all these pages in a way that was like, oh my goodness, I love that I'm learning that this angel appeared to this prophet and basically told him the whole history of the world. I'm like in the basement, so all the water systems and everything in the house like swims through the basement and flushes through everything. So it's like, whoosh, whoosh, right? Anyways, and so then I loved reading that part where like one of the prophets, he just got to see the whole history of the whole world in like two, two pages that they wrote out, right? And I like saw it all. I was like, oh my goodness, here it is. This is what's going on. And it just got me so excited because it just gave me that like little testimony of like, man, history is important. History is really important because like there's just such a connection that history allows us to bridge the gap between us, our ancestors, people that came before us that have prepared the way for us, that have gone before us and treaded the paths that we tread on today, right? And so it's like when I got to read that part, it just really stuck in my heart, this feeling of like, um, yeah, this is amazing. I love how much of a treasure that I have right in my hands right here so that I can have peace of mind as I'm going through these histories and, and allowing for them to be like memorized into my heart. Cause basically like one of my dream of dreams is to actually memorize the whole book of Mormon and just be like, Oh yeah, this book and this verse, that's what it says. Like, and actually have it because I'm really good at memorizing when I focus on it. And that's what I did when I was like, in high school or something, my last year in seminary, I was like, hey, I'm going to just memorize all the scripture masteries. I'm just going to do it. And so I did. And I was so glad. I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, no big deal. And so, you know, I sometimes I'd read like, I'd memorize whole chapters at a time just for fun, just to see if I could. And it was no big deal. It was like my brain had been trained to know how to like put together things and memorize it and just make it happen when I was focused on something that was fun for me, right? So that was really fun. Um, and then, you know, and then the, one of the other big lessons I remember learning that time that I read it in like 90 days or something was just like, just, it was agonizing watching these people go from good to bad to good to bad to like the pride cycle thing. And then like just seeing how often they would fall because they weren't listening to the prophet at the time, their current prophet, like when their current prophet said, do this, they just weren't ready to just actually do it. Like most of them would just kind of tizzy off, you know? And there was different instances, like when after they visited with Christ, they were actually good for 200 years. Like I can't even imagine what that would have been like to actually live in this peaceful bubble of 200 years. Like where literally your parents and your generation are sweet. Like they're just this sweet space where there's there hasn't been any wars. Nobody's known any wars. Like everybody's just kind of lived in this building phase where they just all are on the same page and they can just all help each other. 
And and I wouldn't say that those like like they weren't protected like in the millennium, right? Like they were literally these el- elite like elect people. Like I could only see that being possible if like they were getting like so much opposition while they were going through it, right? It's like, I don't see them having those 200 years with no opposition. I see them going through those 200 years with a spirit of, oh, I'm being attacked on every side all the time, but I know in my heart, through my experience and everything, that I'm not gonna choose the bad. I'm gonna choose the good as often as possible, right? And so that's like, that's like kind of the feel that I have about that. And yeah, so anyways. I love this book, and I love that they create a movie about it recently, like, they have this, like, legit, like, recent movie clips, like, five minutes at a time of, like, these people that recently acted out all of these parts in this book, and they are doing a smashing job. I just love the effects and everything, like, not that it's crazy everything, but it's, it looks great, like, they do such a great job of making this like a real experience for me so that like now when I read it, I feel like the music and I see like the movie going on in my head of what's going on and I just love it. Like I literally feel like every person needs to have a movie made about their family history, right? Like, and that's like the the deal with this. It's like this is a book of the family history of these people that lived long ago, right? Like in this land. And, and this is their stories of how they interacted with Christ. And I'm just like, sweet. Like I love supporting the reading of this book because like I've learned so much from it and this is not even my ancestry net per se right like like my ancestry is on another continent right and so I'm just like I feel so blessed that I get to learn from someone else's family history and and I'm legitimately learning so much from it like I am just so blown away by how much I get to learn from it when I'm not even like connected with these people on the same continent yet I, I don't see the connection yet right but I'm, I'm so interested to then find more history on the place that my continent is from right in China so I'd be like oh this is like the stuff and then like somehow connect it one day right like and have some kind of connection be like oh my goodness like that's what it said in that book and this is what it our history is and like see how it all merges together I love this one quote that one friend shares um, at the beginning of her um, science classes that she teaches with my kids and things, like she says, like if there's ever a discrepancy or some kind of confusion between science and religion, it's only because of a lack of knowledge in either, right? In both or either, like a lack of knowledge in science or a lack of knowledge in religion. Because really, the truth is, they they all support one another. When we are when we are given all knowledge, we we will be able to see how they all support each other because it's literally from the same source, come on, right? So it's like, yeah, I love it. Um, so that is like my exciting, feel good, like excited to read the Book of Mormon deal. 